Hey, smarty pants. Welcome. Um, you mind closing that airlock behind you? Thanks, that's better. I take it you're not used to having special doors with airlocks. After all, you probably don't live on the International Space Station, or ISS for short. Which, as you may have guessed, is where I'm very excited to be right now. Oh, who could that be? Hello? Hello, hello, hello. We saw your listing online. Listing? Ooh, it's bigger than I thought it would be. Come on, Jim. Um, do you mind closing the airlock? Whoops-a-daisy, sorry. I ain't used to airlocks. Right, and, and you are? My name's Jim. This here is my wife, Karen. We're here for the open house. Are you the broker? Broker? I'm the trusty narrator. Good enough. Whoa, whoa, Oops, sorry. I should have mentioned the lack of gravity. I'm floating. Me too. Um, is every room like this? Pretty much. So, wait, how'd you get up here? Easy. It was just a six-hour flight straight up from Earth, and we hitched a ride on Russia's Soyuz spacecraft. To be honest, it was a little uncomfortable. I was told there'd be shuttle service. Oh, yes. Space shuttles used to go back and forth to the ISS all the time, but that stopped when the shuttle program was discontinued back in 2011. Now anyone who wants to come here travels on the Soyuz. See? I told you. Okay, Jimbo, you were right. Hey, Trusty, you mind showing us around? Sure. I was going to show the smarty pants around anyway, so two uninvited guests won't make a bit of difference. Oh, goody. I've never been on a space station before. Most people haven't. But what exactly is the International Space Station? How big is it and how fast does it travel? What countries are part of it? And most importantly, how do astronauts eat, sleep, and go to the bathroom? Time for another whiff of science and history on... Who smarted? Who smarted? Who smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. But who's smarted? Excuse me, narrator. Before we get started, do you mind if I ask why the current owners are selling? Well, maybe the astronauts are looking for something with a little more space. <laughs> <laughs> Or more atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know who told you the ISS is for sale, but it's not. However, NASA did announce it would be deorbiting the ISS in 2031. Hey, smarty pants, what do you think will happen when NASA deorbits the space station? Will they A, blow it to smithereens? B, send it hurtling into space for all eternity? Or C, crash it into the ocean. If you said C, you're right. I always wanted to live by the ocean. The plan is to let the space station slow down and fall into a lower and lower orbit until it plummets towards the Earth, disintegrating on its way. Whatever pieces that are left should fall harmlessly into a remote part of the South Pacific Ocean. At least that's where they hope it lands. 
Well, if it's gonna be gone in less than ten years, we should be able to buy or rent it for pretty cheap. Good point. Say, how many rooms does this space station have? The ISS has six bedrooms and three bathrooms. Sounds roomy. Well, more specifically, there are six sleeping modules and three toilets. Oh. Oh, but it does come with a gym. Ooh, now you're talking. Overall, you're looking at uh, 13,696 cubic feet of habitable space and roughly a million pounds of total weight. And of course, you can always add on, which is exactly what they've been doing thanks to the 42 assembly flights that have arrived here since the first module was put in place back in 1998. Put in place by who? Who are the current owners, exactly? Great question. The ISS is a collaboration between five different space agencies. Smarty Pants, any idea who they are? I'll name a country and you call out if you think they're part of the International Space Station. Ready? The United States. Japan. China. Australia. Canada. Russia. That's four. One more. Smarty Pants, is it A, Brazil, B, India, or C, Europe? The answer is C, Europe. Yep, Europe, which is represented by 11 member states. There's Belgium, Denmark, France, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United Kingdom. Wow. And I thought the International House of Pancakes was exciting. But while there are five agencies collaborating, the space station is actually divided into two main sections. The Russian Orbital Segment, or ROS, and the United States Orbital Segment, or USOS, which is shared among the other countries. Oh, look! Is that the sunrise? Ah, yes. The space station has an amazing, specially designed 360-degree bay window, perfect for viewing the sun as it rises over the Earth. But get this, the ISS is traveling over 17,000 miles per hour. Or five miles per second. Whoa. Which means we are currently circling the Earth every 90 minutes. So that makes how many sunrises per day, Smarty Pants? Is it 6, 16, or 26? Wait, I got it. 16. That's right. 17,000 miles per hour. That sounds pretty fast. It is fast. We could go from the Earth to the moon and back again in just one day. Without traffic. Speaking of, how is the traffic around these parts? I'm just thinking about my commute here. You don't have to worry about traffic jams up here, Jim. There are only four cargo spacecraft that make occasional trips back and forth to the ISS. Perfect. Uh, you, You mind showing us the kitchen now? Oh, you read my mind, Jimmy. Sure. Step into the galley. Mmm, looks fancy. But how do you eat in space? Great question. The answer, right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. 
IXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used IXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com smarted. Visit IXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From Calorie Smart to Protein Plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code smarted50 at factormeals.com slash smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to who's smarted. Right now, we're in the galley, or eating area, of the International Space Station. Hmm, I'm not loving the cabinet space. Where do you keep the canned goods? Actually, there aren't any canned goods. Cans are heavy, which makes them expensive to haul all the way up to space. Plus, your sense of taste is reduced in microgravity. So, astronauts stay away from preserved foods and use a lot of extra spices in their cooking. I could sure go for a bag of potato chips right now. Yeah, potato chips or any food that could make crumbs is a big-time no-no up here. Smarty Pants, any idea why you can't have crumbs on the space station? It's because floating crumbs can get stuck in the sensitive space equipment. (gasps) It's not like astronauts can just pop into a store to buy replacement parts. Makes sense. Well, how about something to drink instead? 
That we can do. Liquids come in little pouches, like your juice pouch. Oh, I'll just have some water. I'm proud to say that the water you're drinking is 100% recycled. Wonderful. Jim and I are all about saving the planet, even when we're not on it. What exactly is this water recycled from? Oh, astronaut urine. What? Oh, and also the urine of any lab animals. That's disgusting. Also, my recycled urine water is floating like a little bubble. I know it sounds gross, but it's essential. It's not like we can get fresh water deliveries up here. But don't worry, it is perfectly safe to drink. Speaking of, uh, you know... How do astronauts go to the bathroom in space? Yeah, how do you pee in zero Gs? Great question. The bathrooms on the ISS are full of handholds and footholds, so the astronauts don't drift off in the middle of their business. Ew. To pee, you can either sit or stand while holding a funnel tightly against you so that nothing leaks out. Hey, what about, uh, you know? Oh, to poop, astronauts simply lift the toilet lid and sit on the seat, just like on Earth. Well, enough about that. Now, where's that gym you mentioned? Float this way. It's a pretty cool gym, and you'll use it a lot. Astronauts on the ISS work out for two and a half hours every day. Two and a half hours? Yep, they have to. Because one of the things that happens to your body when you spend a lot of time in space is that you experience bone and muscle loss. Why do you think that is, smarty pants? Is it because of A, weightlessness, B, space dust, or C, alien attacks? Nope, it's not aliens. It's weightlessness. Whoa. Back on Earth, your bones and muscles get a workout every day fighting against gravity just to stand up and move around. But here in space, you float everywhere. So your bones and muscles get weaker from lack of use. Uh. I like this treadmill with a bungee cord and harness. That's to keep you from floating away. This exercise bike right here, she's pretty cool. But how do you lift weights if everything up here floats in zero gravity? Ah, astronauts don't lift weights. Instead, they use a special resistance machine to simulate lifting weights. Uh. But you said something earlier that I want to clarify. Uh, about pooping in space? No. Smarty pants, true or false, there is zero gravity on the ISS. Did you say true? Well, guess what? That is surprisingly false. The reason you float on the ISS isn't because there is zero gravity. It's because the ISS is in constant freefall back towards the Earth. At the same time, it's also hurtling forward at a fast speed. 17,000 miles per hour. Huh, nice remembering, Karen. So the combination of constantly falling and zooming forward causes you to be weightless. Whoa. Well, this has been a great tour, trusty narrator. But before we go, I'd love to see the master bedroom. Oh, well, master bedroom might be overstating it a little bit, but here, take a look. Um, it's just a wall? Yes, but with plenty of room to hang your sleeping bag. Hang your sleeping bag? Yeah, that's right. Space station astronauts sleep vertically in sleeping bags instead of lying down like we do on Earth. Some even Velcro their head to their pillow. 
so it feels more like their bed back home. And each sleeping quarter is equipped with a sunshade, so you're not woken up by sunrises ten times a night. Well, I really thought of everything, huh? So we're very interested. Now, what's the asking price again? Well, like I said, the ISS, it's not really for sale. Come on, come on now. Everything has a price. Lay it on me, narrator. Well, the International Space Station is generally considered the most expensive single item ever constructed. From 1998 until now, it's cost $150 billion to build. So, I'd say $151 billion should do it. You know what, Jim? Maybe we should think about renting somewhere first. Yeah, sorry. No sale. Here, let me show you out. A big shout-out to Mila Lua in St. Petersburg, Florida. We hear you love laughing and learning to who smarted with your mom and dad. We're so happy that your family is part of our Smarty family. This episode, International Space Station, was written by Steve Melcher and voiced by Jenna Hoban, Sheffield Chastain, and Jerry Kolber. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production.